Everyone loves my guest today because I get tons of emails every time he's on. I'm very honored to have my brilliant friend, Matt Arett, back with me. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Mel. Doing very good. I'm glad you guys are uh, are settling in in a new location and uh, yeah. I know how that goes. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy do. that we're getting to, uh, to speak a little bit today yeah. before you. Before the yeah, dust it's, exactly. It's crazy because, uh, you know, I'm spending mo- half of my life basically at least back and forth to New York City to to be leaving a city. Finally, I never thought I'd leave. And then to honestly to be leaving it like the way it is right now is is totally shocking. But sign of the times. Things are changing really fast. You're covering a lot of stuff. So today I'm going to be throwing to you because, uh, you, first of all, if you're not following Matt's Substack, uh, he is a prolific truth teller. And every single day I feel like, oh, I got to talk about that. So what are we, where are we going today, sir? <laughs> well, I was thinking today that, uh, and I know for those who watched our last discussion, I had some people writing to me saying they, they're really looking forward to listening to um, some actual courses that we we talked about going through, going, you know, going into the American system of political economy. What was this idea of constitutional banking that so many presidents died while trying to defend and revive? Yeah. So what is that and how does it differ from the system of globalization, Adam Smith's British system of monetarism that uh, we're taught in school today, but it's not the same thing. So we're not going to do that today, but we will do that <laughs> soon as you and I had discussed. So people can uh, who, who might be waiting for that, it, you will be satisfied. But for today, um, like we were talking about a little bit um, by email, I just published something. Um, that I think is is important for people to wrap their minds around, and and it, it's called the roots of modern eco terrorism. Yeah, and uh, the subtitle is from MK Ultra and the Unabomber to Maury Strong and Yuval Harari. So subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> the reason for this is that well, look, right now there's a lot of anomalies going on. Um, there's always been natural disasters. There's always been you know human beings have always encountered problems, infrastructure going bust, trains have derailed from time to time, forest fires have happened. But I think that the the density of these sorts of things happening, going awry, trains derailing, but not only trains, but trains carrying toxic waste, toxic chemicals, uh, conveniently spilling into high density private, you know, farmland, where uh, we have the case, obviously, in, in Ohio, we've got cases or several cases in the Midwest, we've got cases in uh, Texas. We've got a lot of cases, including in Canada, where this sort of thing has happened. Um, we also have situations of food processing facilities that have been burnt to a crisp over the past two years, especially. And I think the density of these things occurring, chicken farms, poultry farms, cattle farms. I mean, there's there's just a lot of these things right now in Canada, Nova Scotia, Alberta. We're seeing some of the worst um, fires, wildfires. Right. I saw. Yeah, the the dry season is not helping, um, but what is increasingly apparent from the authorities who have done some forensics on these fires so far, despite the propaganda that's trying to get everyone to believe that this is global warming, the, the fact that we didn't undo, an, undo industrial civilization and shut down CO2 production is the cause. We're being punished for the sins of climate uh, transgressions. And so this is what we're being told is at the heart of these fires. Now, the reality is, as I, I, was, I was going to say, the the actual forensic uh, experts who did analysis have come out saying that this has all of the makings of human made fires. Now they're not saying it's necessarily intentional, 
they're just saying it's human. They're saying, you know, whether it's somebody throwing their 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 cigarette butt out or, or being sloppy at the fire at the campsite. I think, you know, that it's 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 worth entertaining um, a certain scenario that I, I showcase in, in this long essay. And it was first published on Ryan Christian's uh, Last American Vagabond. Yeah. Um, going through something known as or a new technique of declaring war on human civilization. People are very familiar with Davos and the, the different creatures, the World Economic Forum trustees like Mark Carney, the, the, the green warrior of central bankers, as he likes to be called. No, um, yeah. John Kerry in things- saying that we shouldn't be farming at all in America anymore this week. How outdated. Yeah, that's so 1990s eating that. <laughs> yeah. Who does that? <laughs> we're just gonna have we're gonna be eating in the metaverse now. We get digital. Right, stop burgers. it already. <laughs> yeah, who needs yeah, sloppy burgers that have grease and they give you heart disease. The meta burger does zero calories, it's the best. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh so yeah, you, you got these these creatures who definitely are are uh, utilizing institutional power in order to do a lot of things that involve shutting down industrial civilization. Gavin Newsom, Gavin, whatever in uh, <laughs> in California and in L A. <clears throat> or the the governor of California has overseen the destruction of some of the most important hydroelectric dams last year in right. uh, in California. Yeah. With five, $500 million, that's all it costs you, $500 million of taxpayer money, and you could destroy some hydroelectric dams. Yeah. Ignore the fact that farmers, right. uh, residential buildings were very finding these things very important to exist because of the reservoirs, the water, right. the water control, the uh, the the electric, cheap and abundant electricity that they provided. Forget about that. Humans are anyway, they're... There are pox and a pollution on the environment, and the deserts need to be free anyway. So they liberated the deserts. They gave the human rights to the deserts, saying that, right. that, that just like we wouldn't shackle our baby, right? That, that would be wrong. That would be depriving our baby, our child of human rights if we kept them in shackles. Well, so too does the desert. If you deprive the desert of right. its right to be dry and lifeless by building a dam and, and controlling water flows – you're depriving it of its human rights because deserts are people too. I know it seems, it seems, it, you know, we are so, we're so bad as humans to treat, to treat the, the earth. Like it's not all so equal. <laughs> so yeah, have I get. But the people and, and buy it, into it and then they're brainwashing the kids. You know, there's a whole curriculum through executive order, of course, which shouldn't even exist through the department of education, which shouldn't exist through the, uh, you know, the teachers unions, which you and I know are globalists. Uh, that are indoctrinating children into all of this from kindergarten on, that this is all, you know, human made and, and you're the problem and and you're, you know, the solution is us. And and there you have a whole new generation growing up. And then they say that there's a climate anxiety in children. You wonder why, right? Like they've built up a whole industry around climate, uh, climate uh, psychotherapy and climate uh, depression that and now they have like justice. whole new job opportunities. Yeah. Climate justice. Don't forget that, too. Oh, yeah. You're going to have climate lawyers. You already have climate journalists going to climate journalism school so that they're looking at the entire world and uh, from the lens of the war against nature that you have to protect. I mean, it's it's really a cult. And so you not only do you have these cultists who have been groomed and installed into positions of authority, you know, but Mark Carney and, and many others are, are among those creeps who who flutter around places like Davos. 
But you also have this other thing that I, I documented in the course of uh, this essay. I'm going to do a little screen share. Now, one thing that's of interest is that uh, in this article, well, the thing that I, that I use as a hook is a new uh, film, Hollywood film, that, that's called, interestingly enough, How to Blow Up a Pipeline. People can watch the trailer. I'll spare them. But effectively, it's a, a pseudo-fiction story of some young people who want to save nature in some undisclosed Arizona uh, wow. desert area where, there, where a pipeline has been built, hurting nature. It's bad, bad for the climate. And so they want to blow it up and do something good for civilization. And, they, and this is the story of, of what they do and how they're, they're being labeled, you know, terrorists by the authorities but really they're the the romantic heroes of human anyway it's a, it's a sick story but it is a high budget recruitment video for young disenfranchised alienated alienated young people who have been taught exactly what you just said who've been through the school system and have been processed to think that human beings are these cancers um and the best thing we could do is destroy food processing facilities pipelines trains right. the means of agricultural production because all of these things result in keeping people alive, making people, um, you know, live longer, have more of us, which is all just more cancer cells destroying the host of Gaia anyways. That's bad.